Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. When Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father, he said to the disciples, Very truly I tell you, if you ask anything of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive, so that your joy may be complete. I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures, but will tell you plainly of the Father. On that day you will ask in my name. I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world again. I am leaving the world and am going to the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. In Acts chapter 18, we learn of a new figure by the name of Apollos, his recent convert to the faith. It says that he was well-versed in the scriptures, that would be the Old Testament, and he spoke with burning conviction and enthusiasm, taught accurately the things concerning Christ, though he knew only of the baptism of John. Now that's an interesting point because here is a convert who has the burning desire to teach what he knows, even though he doesn't know everything. In fact, his knowledge is deficient. But that doesn't stop him. He will teach what he knows. And with that burning enthusiasm, he actually converts many. That's a good lesson for us because we can be tempted to say, well, I don't know, I'm not a theologian, I've not been trained, I can't read the scriptures in the original languages, I don't know all the historical critical ways of interpreting the Bible, and so, I'll let others do that. That was not Apollos' point of view. He was recently converted. He knew what he knew. And it was so burning in his heart that he had to tell it. But there are also others who were involved in his great ministry. It says two lay people, Priscilla and Aquila, were husband and wife. They heard him. They took him aside and explained the way of God to him more accurately. So here we have other members of the community who do know more. They are not silent. They take him aside and they instruct him even further so that he can be preaching even more eloquently the word of God that he really desires to do. So there we have catechists who are willing to step forward. But that's not all because then the community itself, it says, encouraged Apollos and wrote to the disciples to welcome him. So they get involved in the sense of being hospitable. They welcome, they include Apollos in their friendship. So there we have three levels of the community being involved, Apollos, Priscilla and Aquila, and the whole community. And that's why Christianity spread. So how do we have this burning desire in our hearts? Well, in today's gospel from John chapter 16, Jesus says, Very truly, if you ask 
anything of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Ask, and you will receive, so that your joy may be complete. I can't think of anything more worthy to ask than for that burning desire, that real openness, which really does come from the Holy Spirit, so that we read the Bible daily. We try to learn as much as we can, and then we can't keep it within. So prayer is vital. And it's helpful because we're called, as St. Peter says, to be ready, prepared to give an answer for the hope that is within us. That's for each one of us. We see this in the Old Testament with other figures, such as Jeremiah in chapter 15 of his book. He says, when I found your words, I devoured them, and they became the joy of my heart. His word was in my heart like a burning fire, shut up in my bones. That's why, even though as a young person, Jeremiah was called to do exactly what Apollos did. We know that the scriptures themselves have a kind of power. St. Paul tells us this in his second letter to Timothy. All scripture, he says, is inspired, God-breathed. So it has its own inclination so that when we do read, that Holy Spirit that inspired the Word actually comes right into our hearts and we begin to burn with that desire to share what we have learned. Hebrews chapter 4, the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, piercing to the dividing of soul and spirit, joint and marrow. It's living. The living word needs to get in our hearts so that we become alive in that burning desire to share. And this was crucial in the lives of the saints. So St. Augustine, for example, if you read his autobiography, was struggling with all kinds of vices until he finally got to Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 13, and he was convicted and transformed to become the great teacher of the faith. St. Therese would receive her more excellent way when she read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the way of love. St. Francis of Assisi attained his life of evangelical poverty because he read and assimilated Matthew chapter 19. All of these saints and many more really were nourished by the word of God, the sacred scripture, as Apollos was in that first reading. So let us be challenged and read the scriptures and get a good Bible like the Ignatius Catholic Study Bible with those beautiful footnotes that really do open up the word for us and let the word of God be burning within us that we would always have an answer for the hope God has given to us. Let us pray.